0: Well, it's good to be in church, isn't it? It's good to be in the presence of God. and if you can't tell, he's here <laughs> the Lord is present in the house. And I mean that uh, I mean that in multiple ways. amen. One is that he's always here. He's always he's omnipresent, but also he's here moving. He's in here in manifestation. And, 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 and you can tell as you, uh, as you quiet your mind and listen to, and, and, and yield, you can tell that something in the air is different than just H2O. No, that's water. Uh, what's, what's, the air? what's in the air? Thanks. I know, that made me sound really dumb. <laughs> what? Oh, just O2. O2. Uh, don't don't you laugh at me <coughs> There's water in the air Well that's called humidity There's more than okay. So there's more than H2O and O2 <laughs> Lord forgive them <laughs> All right and me <laughs> uh, Praise God he's in the air <laughs> and he's everywhere God is not contained to a small place. And, uh, and so don't think of Him that way. I'm looking for God. He's in us. He's with us. He's for us. And we don't even try. He just is. Amen? Why? Because He said He is. And He's faithful to do and to be exactly what He said. Amen? Amen. Well, praise the Lord, tonight is a, uh, let's have some healings, this is, a, this is a healing service tonight, and so if you come in need of healing in your body, um, praise God, you've come to the right place at the right time, and, and the right place, you know, whatever that might be, I know God's moving in multiple places, but I'm not responsible for other places, I know the Lord's moving here tonight. Yeah. To, to to drive out sickness and pain and disease it's going to be so fun it's going to be so good I mean we get to witness and see right here right here before our eyes not read about it from thousands of years ago or not hear about it in Africa or no, right here where we are how many know the Lord loves you personally what manner of love has he bestowed upon us that he would call us children of God He loves us. We don't have to go to someone else. The Father himself loves us. That's what Jesus said to his disciples. He said, you don't have to go, you know, your prayers through me. He said, the Father loves you himself. You can ask all by yourself, and you'll get it. Amen? Amen? You believe that's true tonight? Praise God. Well, uh, let me share a few things with you from the Word of God. And uh, healings are, of, of course, allowed. Uh, to take place any time during the service, starting right now. (laughs) Uh, If you already snuck one, then uh, fine, I guess. (laughs) But... I say this in all seriousness, I say it in a joking way, but in all seriousness, the Lord is in the house and He moves in many different ways, and it is not limited to one method like the laying on of hands that causes healing of someone's body to take place. Many times we see people healed during the preaching of the Word, many times people are healed during worship, and it's not about how it came, it's just the fact that it came. And we're not about glorifying any particular method or any particular individual who it, whom it might come through or God might use to assist in that healing process. It's all about Him getting the glory, so I don't really give a rip if you get healed in your chair or in up up front here or you know, or any or just reading the Bible. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We want to simply take advantage of what the Lord Jesus has provided us on the cross. Okay? And He gave these things to us for free. He suffered and died. He paid a very high price so we could pay zero. These things are free to us now only because the bill's already been settled. The, the final payment has been made for every single person's health and well-being in their physical body. This is a God thing. It's not a man thing. I mean, it's not. Uh, we're involved in the, in the outworking of it, but it, none of it initiates with us. Uh, it doesn't begin with our, it wasn't our idea. It was God's idea. And for anyone to think, well, you know, I, I sure hope God does this or, or wants to do this. Listen, this is His idea, okay? This is not our idea. It's in the Bible long before you and I ever were born. He had already taken care of the, the supply for every single person to be healed. There is a supply. We can't draw upon something that's not there. And if it's not there, you know what? None of us can get healed. Zero. If it's not there, and how many know? Uh, well, it's too late to convince most of us of that. <laughs> yeah, someone said, "I don't believe in that." Well, you're too late. I mean, all all that does is show your ignorance of what's what's. What's in reality. Because uh, there are so many, many, many people who have experienced God in so many ways, including His healing power, that that is really evidence all by itself. That there is a supply from God to provide it. And if there is a supply to provide everyone's healing, all we're going to do is kind of pull on the chain. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, we're, we're just going to access what He has provided. Praise God. So, if you want to get healed now, go ahead. All right, don't feel bad about that, and uh, and you can. You know, I remember hearing a uh, this wasn't in our place here, but hearing a story about um, a woman who was um, in a in a healing type of meeting, and the glory of God, the presence of God, was just in that place in a real tangible way and and the person ministering made mention of the fact that the glory of god had come into that in into that service and and that they could just really just reach out right where they were and receive in god's presence their healing and and this woman began to reach out literally you know, in a physical way, reach out. Almost like she was grabbing something physical and she grabbed onto her healing and started, she had all these breathing apparatuses and so forth, she just started pulling them out and just right there got completely healed from everything. Yeah, these things are absolutely there. They are real. When they become real to you, you'll find yourself acting differently. You'll act as if it's true. You'll act as if it's, ten, you know, like you can reach out and, and grab it. And that's what would motivate a person to do that without even being told to do that. It became so real to this person that, oh, I can just grab one then. I can just, well, why else would you do that? It must seem, and it is, but it must seem so real to that person that they would, well, I don't need these breathing things anymore. I don't need this anymore. I got it. God is that close to you. Well, it just seems that there's uh, there's a wall. There's something hindering, a hindrance between God and me. Well, it seems that way, but there's not. <laughs> huh? God is not far from us. We don't have to try to get him to come. Again, go back to his idea, his plan. He's here with you now. He's this close (laughs) in and through and all around. And so all of his potential and ability is there, is here, right now. Now, healing is God's plan for your physical body. We've established this many times in Scripture. Um, But how many know that God's plans are not forced upon us but must be yielded to. In other words, there are those who have believed that if it is God's plan, it will automatically happen. Well, that's just inconsistent with Scripture. It's inconsistent with the teaching of Jesus. Remember in one place Jesus said, uh, when He taught His disciples to pray, He said, uh, Pray to the Father, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Why would you pray for something to be done if it's automatically done? Because sometimes God's will goes undone. Many times God's will is not accomplished. It's not established in His people's lives or in the earth. You don't have to look around the earth very long to see a lot of this is not of God. Right? But when it comes to our lives, see, I can't snap my fingers or, or pray a prayer and the whole world whole world is going to be uh, fixed just like that. But what I can do is I can access the will and plan of God for my life and for others' life to the, to the degree that they will allow, to the degree that they will agree. You know what I'm talking about? But I have now, I have 100% control of whether god's will is established in my life if if i'm out of the will of god in any area concerning his very best it is no one's fault but mine and again i'm not really the focus isn't here on placing blame but i'm just saying i have the ability to have his will and plan established in my life all right And if it's not, I don't need to point fingers, I don't need to be mad at God, I just need to receive what He's already planned and designed for me, okay? Now, because we live in a fallen world where Satan, where demons, uh, they rule through deception, sickness and problems will come to you without permission. You you ever had that happen where it's like, where did this come from? I didn't... (laughs) No, no you know mr devil you didn't ask me if you could do this well what we're faced with at times is is a situation that is going to test how we are going to respond to it all right and that's kind of the focus of my my uh mini message tonight is responding to pain okay and you can put other words uh, other symptoms or so forth in, the, in, in that place. How do we respond? So am I supposed to respond to it? We are responding to it. If we get hit with some kind of sickness, some pain, even a, an injury or something stops working or, or whatever you might say there, we have a response to it. And frequently, even Christians who love God and are saved and everything else, we make the wrong response. We feel it. And we go the wrong way. Or we are passive or idle towards it. And therefore, it's like, you know, you hear something outside. And what's that outside, outside the house? You go up to the front door and you look and the cat just runs in. You know, I mean, it's not even your cat. You know, I mean, it'll just run in. Why? Well, the door's open. <laughs> and so what do you need to do? Well, you need to take... Um, You need to take action (laughs) to keep the cat out. Cat comes in, you know, starts to come in. You either close the door, but, you know, you don't want to hit the tail. Uh, But, you know, you put your foot there. You got to do something, otherwise it's going to come in. And there are many situations in our lives where sickness and things like that attack our bodies. And when it comes, if we just stand there and go, oh, what's this? Oh, man, junk. Where'd this come from? Meanwhile, it's running around your house, Hmm? starting to run around your body, right? But if we take uh, deliberate action that says, oh, no, 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 (laughs) this you are not coming in my house and, uh, you know, and (laughs) (laughs) out of here, you might be welcome somewhere, but not here. Hmm? You have to move on to somebody else. Because sickness is not allowed in my house, and so uh, when these things come knocking on our door, when they come to our bodies, this is where we must have the appropriate response. These attacks can be refused and resisted, or they can they can be accepted and yielded to. But how many know that 's our response. This has nothing to do l zippo zero to do with God choosing to do or not to do, or God allowing or not allowing, all right? Lord, why is this, why did you let this cat in my house? God, I didn't want this cat in my house, please make this cat leave. Your house, your door, you stop it from coming in. Hmm. I know that's a different mindset to some, but think, You know, in reality, that's how spiritual things work, just like these natural areas. If it came in, you let it in. Now, maybe not intentionally, but you must take appropriate action to keep it from coming in. All right, sitting back, we say, I didn't even know that I was supposed to keep the cat out. I thought that was God's job. I thought that was according to God's will. Okay, it's not. (laughs) It's something that we must take care of. And so how do you respond to pain in your body? Have you, has anyone ever had it before? Am I, <laughs> all right, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one who could ever relate to this. Uh, how do you respond to pain in your body? Do you, do you immediately run to man, run to a solution of man? Is the moment you feel pain, is it medicine cabinet first? Is it immediately, <gasps> I need a pill. Is it emergency room? <gasps> I feel a pain. <gasps> I better be safe. I better make sure. Run off to the hospital. Is, is that your, fr- I'm just asking now. I mean, you're all staring at me like, oh, <laughs> you're saying that's bad. I'm just asking, how do you respond to things that come against your body? What's your first reaction? Is it, oh, no. You know, <laughs> is it. Freaking out, freaking out! Like, oh no, I knew that. Oh, my dad had that too. Uh, you know, uh, p- people respond in fear sometimes. Sometimes their response is just to turn to natural means of remedy. Sometimes it's it- it's a number of different things. But uh, you know, sometimes people run to to the web. Oh, I better research this. <laughs> oh, I've got this symptom. I better go see what this really means. And so they start researching. There's a, I'm going to show you tonight, there's a problem with that response. Okay? It doesn't mean the end and it's all is over now and you're stuck. But it is, a, in, it is an improper response for the child of God who knows that there is a supply in heaven for all of our healing. How do you respond to symptoms to pain, to problems. Obviously, we want to get to the place where we immediately resist it, where we immediately put our foot in that opening in the door or slam the door on it. I mean immediately. You have a Bible. Look at Mark chapter 4. Mark, the fourth chapter. And let me let me say this while you're turning, if, if you're stu, if you still are, there have been so many times when I've seen people healed that could have been healed before I saw them healed, and they felt and experienced and received their healing, uh, but their their absence of healing was simply due to a lack of aggressive forward action they just needed to take a step and push back that was all it's not difficult it's not hard but as soon as they took an aggressive forward action of faith immediately things change and you'll see that tonight Amen. you'll see it things will change right before our eyes mark chapter 4 this is this is right in the middle of a parable that Jesus taught called the parable of the sower he says, the sower sows the word, the word of God, the words that God speaks. I just want to pick this out of the middle. Verse 15, Mark four fifteen. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. Okay now in the whole context this is describing a certain type of person or the condition of their heart or soil is the is the natural picture and what happens with this type of person is that Satan comes when immediately to take out take away the word that was sown or planted in their heart why does he come immediately It's because, right, because he knows that if I can get it right away, it'll never have an opportunity to take root, to begin to grow and produce in their lives. The best time to get a weed, in the negative sense, is right away. Has anyone ever had weeds in their yard and in a flower bed or something? And, and, and you watched them week after week saying, I need to get out there. I need to get out there. Oh, they're starting to get big. And before you knew it, when you finally did get out there, I mean, you had to put on gloves and grab the, the base of that thing with both hands and, oh, and it's got a massive uh, root system. Where in the beginning, it was this little tiny thing. And you could have just taken a hoe out there and just taking care of it real easy. Well, this is a principle in natural world and in the spiritual world. It's the reason why Satan comes quick, immediately, to steal the word out of people's hearts to give it no chance of ever producing something good. And if it gets in you for a little while, that doesn't mean it's going to grow to full completion, but... It's more difficult to get out of you. Okay. Now, now what? If Satan knows that, you think God knows this principle? <laughs> I have a feeling, even though I don't have a... I think I could take the opposite of this verse and say, when Satan sows his word into people's hearts, think that happens? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's talking through many, many sources, many, many output outlets. He's talking that God is faithful to talk to us immediately. Has anyone ever experienced that? You're hearing something wrong and you know God is telling you, cut that thing off right now. God is dealing with you. Why? He doesn't want that root to get planted in your heart. He doesn't want that seed to begin to uh, what germinate and, 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 and grow on the inside of your heart. And so Satan comes immediately to steal the word And uh, so it doesn't grow and take root. Now, how is this relevant to what we're talking about? Well, it doesn't really matter if sickness or disease has grown in your body. That's not a hindrance. Because a little sickness and a big sickness are all very, very tiny compared to God Almighty. Compared to his might and his strength. So that's not a deal. I mean a tumor this big is is a piece of cake. Because we're comparing it not to our own ability. Or not to medical technology. We're comparing it to God himself. Everybody with me now? Okay, so let's get everything in perspective. It's not a problem if a sickness has been in your body a long time, or if it's severe, or if it's terminal, or if you're one in a quadrillion that has ever had it. None of those things are issues. That's not a problem at all. If it's painful from morning to night, that has been, for, no big deal. Honestly, there is no problem with that at all. That is no more difficult to get rid of than... Uh, you know, a minor headache. What is a problem is when uh, it has grown in your heart. And that's what we want to avoid. That's what we sometimes need to uproot because things on the outside, we know this, that all things natural are subject To all things spiritual. Anything in the natural realm can be destroyed, can be uprooted, can be replaced, can be fixed by something in the spiritual realm. Alright? Natural realm, go to the hospital. You know what I'm talking about? They work on people from the natural standpoint. But we are dealing with the Spirit of God... With the provision of the cross, these things are spiritual. The good news is, they're better. They really are. They're more powerful. There is no limitation. There are no things that escape the reach of God's spiritual healing power. And so we are accessing that tonight. Yeah. You know what that means? Every sickness and every disease and every problem and every pain leaves. Leaves your body here and now. Tonight. Isn't that good news? And so when we adapt our thinking to our circumstances. Those things take root in our heart and become permanent. But if we will adapt our thinking to truth. Now things around us start to change. So we want to have truth deeply implanted. And if there's any... If we need to borrow a shovel tonight, you know, and get down there deep, shovels are available. And God is handing them out right now. On a serious note, the Spirit of God enables us and can quicken these things and is right here, right now, and that easy. Don't think, okay, this is hard work now. When the light of God's Word shines upon you, those things are immediately uprooted. And now an implantation of God's holy seed, the seed of the Word of God, gets on the inside of you. And what happens then? The body changes. The body changes. The body. I can tell right now someone in their chest area is, is being touched by the power of God. There's an anointing right there on your chest area. That might be your heart or your lungs. It's right there. The power of God is ministering to you and setting you free. Right now as we speak. Go to Mark chapter 11. Thank you, Lord. So how do we respond to pain? Mark 11 verse 23. For assuredly, Jesus talking here, For assuredly I say to you, Whosoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, And does not doubt in his heart, But believes those things he says will be done, He will have whatever he says. Now notice, he, it doesn't say here, He will have whatever God says. It doesn't say, he will have whatever the prayer says. Whatever the minister says. He will have whatever, who says? He says. So the one who has the mountain is the one who does the speaking. And that is the same person who gets whatever they say. Right? Here's what we need to grasp from this. If I have a mountain... I should speak to that mountain. A mountain it represents the obstacle, the thing that's in the way. Okay? A hindrance to your life. It can be a sickness. It can be other things as well. But if I have the mountain, who should be doing the talking? I should do it. Right? And if I do the talking to my mountain, my mountain will listen to me. And it will move out of my way. What if I pray that God would move my mountain? Well, that's not what he said to do. So that would be pretty presumptuous on our part to think God would move mountains. When he said, no, you move the mountain. You speak to the mountain. It will listen to you. So my submission and obedience to God in speaking to my mountain accesses God's power that comes into play removing it when I speak to it. Okay? So if if the cat comes into my house Whose job is to get it out? Well, that would be mine. That would be mine. Now it wouldn't be a problem if if you live next door and the cat got in my house and I said, you know what, this cat is fast. <laughs> or I can't find it. Could you come over and help me get the cat out? You know, I you know, you'd probably come over and help me get the cat out. And 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 someone might say, the mountain's big and I you know, for whatever reason it just I would like some help. With my mountain, okay, but you still have to speak to the mountain. But I'll come speak to it with you. I'll come say Amen. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? And we can join forces, no doubt. And the body of Christ is supposed to do that. We support and undergird and help each other. Nevertheless, it's not about a few people moving everybody else's mountain. I come to church to get this mountain out of my life. Okay, good. We'll help you do it. But you must take charge of that thing. Because God has given you authority in your life. You are the boss of you. So know the Lord's in charge of my life. <laughs> to only to the degree that you submit to Him. And if you're really in submission to Him being in charge of your life, you're going to obey His Word and take charge of your life. And so... Uh, it would be convenient for someone else to deal with all of our mountains, but that's our job. We take up the sword of the Spirit and we go to battle for our own lives. Amen. Amen. Now go to James. James chapter 4. And we're getting ready to do some, do some damage to those things that have done us damage. James... Chapter four, verse seven, James four seven. Therefore, submit to God. Well, how do I submit to God? Here's one way: resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I just want God's will to be done, and so I'm just, I'm just letting God. Uh, Do whatever he wants to do. No, 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 no. That's not submission to God. That's rebellion to him. For us to be weak and passive and just say, oh, whatever we'll be, we'll be. That is not submission to God. Submission to God is taking up our rightful place as sons and daughters of God and saying, devil, no further. No, you won't. You are not coming in my house. This pain that is attack this sickness, this problems that are attacking me, I do not receive it. I resist it, and you go from me in Jesus' name. That is submitting to God. That is honoring God, and that is the aggressive posture that He wants his children to take. Amen. I, I am I am gentle and humble and submissive when I'm Talking and praying and worshiping my Father. But when I'm dealing with the enemy. When I'm dealing with attack. When I'm dealing with things coming against. I have a different look on my face. Hmm? I have a different demeanor. I have a different attitude on the inside. Something will rise up in me by the Spirit of God. And I'll be assertive and aggressive. And I'll say no further. We're not going to have this anymore. And there needs to be that line on the inside of each and every one of us. Hmm. We worship Him. Oh, and we laugh. We're, the enemy comes to our house. What are you doing here? Somebody invites you? And then deception, 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 lie, lie. Not going to have it. Too late. I already know the truth. Get If you have to stomp, you know, like the cat, get. And I'm not implying that any kind of human emotion or physical activity, you know, scares the devil. But I'm telling you, there is a boldness and a confidence of faith that the Bible says will cause him to flee. If I resist him, not if God resists him, not if someone else, if I resist him, he'll flee from me. If you resist him, he'll flee from you. But in whose control and in whose power is that? God has invested that into each and every one of us. He's given us the right to act this way. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians, the 6th chapter. And verse 11. 6 11. It says, Put on the whole armor of God that. That God may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That who may? Yeah, he said, you put on the whole armor of God, so you can stand against the wiles of the devil. Who's supposed to stand against the wiles, the strategies, the tactics, the attacks, the temptations and trials of the the devil? I am. What if I don't? Then... They won't be resisted. They'll run around my house. They'll take up residence and act like they're supposed to be there. Hmm? They'll cause me limitations in life and probably shorten the length of my days. But it's not because it's supposed to be. It's not because it's God's will to be. It's because we either didn't know or we didn't slam the door. And this is what we're talking about tonight. You and I all have the right... To respond correctly to the attacks against our life. We absolutely have been authorized by God himself to do so. And so you put on the armor. The 13th verse says, Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day having done all to stand. And so you can do this. You put on the armor. You stand against the wiles of the devil. Don't pray that God would do it. He has delegated that right to you. Pain is temporary. It's subject to change. It's not welcome. It's leaving now. Can you tell that? Oh, wow. It's leaving now. Praise God. Praise God. I want to invite this evening those to the front who want assistance in getting their healing this is your healing this is your time you want assistance in getting your healing I know how to help you with that and I can help it I can help you to get it right here right now here's what we're gonna do let me tell everyone up front here's what we're gonna do tonight uh Those who need this, we're going to have you come forward and line up up here on the front. Ushers will help you if you're in the wrong place. Uh, And uh, you're going to come up here. I'm going to assist you in this way through the laying on of hands. I will put my hands on you and the command of faith in which I will say something to the effect of be healed in Jesus' name. All right? That command of faith will work. And the anointing that, that will come out of my hands through this type of ministry will absolutely work. Here's what I want you to do, though. Before I do this, I'm not going to go through, unless I seem led of the Spirit at any particular time, to do it different with an individual. I'm not going to ask you what your problem is. I'm not going to question you on, on, on anything like that. But I want you to do this. This is you have to cooperate tonight, okay? Cooperation will knock it out. We'll get it right out tonight. But I want you right before I lay hands on you to say, okay? You're going to say to your mount. So you're going to say, "Pain, leave me now in Jesus name." Now, you can substitute the word pain if you want to be specific and say, you know, uh, headache. <laughs> or if you got a, uh, you know, a lot of people, diseases have a lot of long names. And you don't know how to say that unless you're either a doctor or have it. <laughs> and so I'll put that word in your control. But you say the condition or you can just say Pain, or you can say sickness, or you know, or you can say sickness in the, you know, in the liver, or you, you know, you want, you know, what I'm talking about here. You identify, and you're you're talking not to God, not to me. You are taking your place and your authority, and you are speak. That is your mountain right now. All right. And so if you don't know the name and all it is is pain, <laughs> or all it is is, you know, lack of use or something, you determine how, how, what you call it. You say, pain, sickness, disease, cancer, you know, whatever it is. Cancer, leave me now in Jesus' name. Alright, what are you doing? You're exercising your right to dismiss it from your life. And right then at that very moment, there it goes. And right when you say that, I'll add my, my faith and anointing with yours. And I'll put my hands on you. And bam, it's done. It's done. All right. From that point, it, it, you, what, you, what you should do is if it's something um, that you're able to identify, then you immediately act healed because you are. Alright, so if it's something that you couldn't move, if it's something that you need to do, you just do that. Why? That's what healed people do. Especially if they've been restricted for a while. And so you immediately just act on that. You act healed because you are. Praise God. If it's something, you know, that I don't know what to act on this particular thing. Find a way if you can or go check it or do something that used to hurt. That would cause you pain before. Maybe you're standing there and you feel no pain. But, well, it's when I do this, (laughs) then I would encourage you to do this. Why? Because you're healed. Because it's done. Amen? Well, God is good.